broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. Hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. I hope you guys are having a blessed day, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it, and God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, it has been a very eventful week. It's been a, we are, I think, going to have a white Christmas, because next week they're stating that we're going to get more snow, and of course, you're probably wondering, Wow, what a week it has been. And what's with the new military budget? And how come we didn't get very much to it? And why was there so much partisan support for it? Well, let me explain to you this. You probably, I did read the bill. Uh, I actually did, I didn't read all of it, but I skimmed quite a bit. Because after all, when you have about 2,000 pages of expenditures and 2,000 pages of who knows what's inside the bill... You probably just, you probably get, I, I went absolutely, I had to step away because I was absolutely disgusted. Um, and because the focal point of the bill actually is not for the military. It really actually isn't. Um, as a matter of fact, um, it's a slap in the face. And it's only expanding the military to making it more of a, a safety mechanisms for people that don't like war zones and if you think that you're part of the rainbow, then you can join the military, actually, because it's becoming like that. For instance, we're, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty stuff. But it's interesting because you look at overall the bill. You're wondering, man, how does giving... Um, you're wondering, like, uh, the whole... you um, The fiscal department, when it was being drafted and stuff, and here's what it states... So you're welcome to find all of this on a PDF, and I've taken uh, uh, cooperative things, and I've worked on, and I've researched it and studied it. So this is a study that I did for you that you guys just can hear and decipher for yourself. But here is what the defense bill has inside of it. The fiscal year of 2023 defense appropriation bill is a responsible investment in our national security that will keep our nation strong and the American people safe, said the uh, defense chair, Betty McCollin, Democratic Minnesota, District Number 4. And better yet, it gets, it gets better. Democrats are investing. So it's interesting how inside the bill, it never mentions the Republicans. I just, it, it, I'm just absolutely disgusted by it. I don't. Well, it doesn't matter. It's, it passed the Senate with eighty three to twenty seven votes. It shouldn't been no eighty three to thirteen vote. It, it was is disgusting. But it stated, Democrats are investing in creating good paying union jobs, ensuring a safe environment for our service members and their families, and taking on a very serious security threats facing our nation and the world such as ongoing Russian aggression and, don't forget, climate change. You got to add that in there because, you know, if it's not climate change, then where would you throw it? Oh, um, the DNC, that's right. That's right, yeah. You got to give money to the Democratic Party, but you got to say it's climate change. So 
There can be mass embezzlement and there could be billions of dollars floating out and you don't know where it all goes. But as Democrats continue to invest in diplomacy, development, and health, we also scrutinized this year's budget for inefficiencies and for cuts that could be made to save taxpayer money. As Vladimir Putin continues his brutal, illegal war in Ukraine, this legislation continues to throw money at Ukrainian people and make sure they drown in the billions of dollars that we've already given them. And I'm just making that up because it's so disgusting. We've literally given $2.3 trillion to Ukraine. $2.3 trillion. No wonder why you no wonder why the inflation rate is going up. And no wonder why we have 1.6 trillion dollars uh military budget and was 820 billion dollars. And no 850 billion dollars. No wonder why we're about to pass another anonymous bill that is 1.7 trillion dollars. In the la- in the coming 2 weeks from today and next week, America is about to spend at least 4 trillion dollars on on stupid things that we shouldn't be investing in. And expanding the government that it, sh- it should never be in. Really, America is going down the wrong path. And it is uh, co-sponsored. And, oh, heavens forbid. You got to keep funding it by uh, your idiotic rhinos. that have no backbone. And your fascist regime. Known as your Democratic Party. who They don't really care about you. I hate to say it. This military budget is a slap in the face for you, the American people, for you are the taxpayers. So, I mean, it's going to get better. Don't worry. So the subcommittee held a total of 18 hearings. Okay. And as we wrote this legislation, which keeps, which makes strategic investments in our national security needs in order to keep America safe, secure, and strong. Oh, boy, you got to mention that democracy. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Well, we also have this. With democracy under attack in Ukraine. See, why are they always focused around Ukraine? Heavens forbid. Don't we have other problems in America? Don't we have our southern border? That's a, a national defense problem. Don't we have the fentanyl situation? Don't we have any other situations that's going on? I mean, what is going on? Everything is back rear-ended in America. All of our values are literally out the door. We are more worried about giving more money, defense aid, in Ukraine and Taiwan. When Sam Bakeman just got in trouble for embezzling money. And guess who was behind it? One of the corporates. President Zelensky. You think that all that money in Ukraine has gone there? If all we invested that much money, we could have just bought Ukraine with $2.3 trillion. That's what we're pretty much at. Where is that $2.3 trillion and why isn't there no accountability to it? And why are we having a defense bill that's giving more billions of dollars to Ukraine and Taiwan? You look at it, okay? Before I dive in, I want to give you the the absolutely um, just the atrocity of it, okay? So, for instance, we're giving, uh, there's now this Appropriation Act, okay? 300, uh, the pro- now get this, okay? The Security Cooperation Programs, that's what it's called. Okay, you're going to get this, okay? $300 million for the Ukrainian Security Assistance initiative, uh, initiative as requested, 
Of course. Ukraine, oh, well, we got to get money to Ukraine. How do we fool the public people by secretly saying that we are, we are tired of budgeting? But how do we fool them? Oh, yeah, we just got to put it as a defense. See, a lot of us, when we think of defense, we have to look beyond the lines, you know. The media loves for you guys to say, oh, Biden's doing such a great job. The Democrats are doing a fantastic job of taking care of our military. No, they're really not. They're giving more money to Ukraine. You look at $300 million to Ukraine uh, Ukraine security assistance, okay. $9.9 billion, $9.5 billion to replenish the United States stock equipment sent to Ukraine. Wow. So $9.5 billion to replenish the United States stocks of equipment all sent to Ukraine. Wow. That is fantastic. So you know that $9.9 billion, okay. Uh, provided, of course, we still have to send garbage over. Okay, that's 9.9, okay. I keep the numbers, okay. I love this. So it's it's interesting because <clears throat> you look at through all this whole thing and you I have to break down, down the calculator and what they don't like you seeing is that they like they don't like putting the big number because they love to have people read through it and stuff. And they really hate when you read these bills and stuff. The government really hates when people like read through the whole bill and understand what's really going on. So they they break it up. So for instance, three hundred million dollars. Um. So you so on top of the nine point five billion dollars, you have another one point three billion dollars. So that's ten billion, actually eleven billion dollars, more going to Ukraine. So here's how that's broken down. $300 million for allies and partners facing such a Russian aggression, including $225 million for the ballistic security. $12.5 million for Bulgaria. Why are we giving Bulgaria and $25 million to Georgia, the country? Why? What did they do? $175 million to programs with countries in Africa command areas of responsibility. $130 $130 million for programs with countries in the Southern Command area of responsibility. $90 million for programs with Jordan. All supports international security cooperation programs with countries in Indo-Pacific Command, including maritime security, and up to $500 million for Jordan, including less than $150 million of a reimbursement for enhanced border security. Oh, man, I absolutely love that. Did you understand that? Up to $500 million for Jordan, the country. And then on top of $150 million to beefing up their border security. Well, why are we giving money to Jordan, the country, for their border security when we can focus on our own border and our own problems? Why are we giving $12.5 million to Bulgaria and $25 million to Georgia, the country? Why don't we focus on giving people off the streets and working, not relying on idiotic welfare programs? And why is that in all under Ukraine package? And it gets better, don't worry. Uh, you think that this is all part of uh, this is all part of defense bill. Important oversight reform and general provisions. This is all under the defense bill. So you look at it, and it was very interesting taking a broad read of it. 
About the first 200 pages has to actually deal with the defense bill. And then the rest of the 1,800 pages had to deal with provisions and oversight on this idiotic garbage. And we're going to you're going to love this. So <clears throat> provides an additional six hundred million dollars uh, for military personnel costs for troop pay. Well, that's OK. Provides well includes three hundred million dollars uh, to construct, re-renovate, repair and expand schools. In America, well, I don't really understand that. Oh, but I love this though. No funds may be used in contravention of the war powers resolution. No funds for the Taliban. No funds for the Russian state-owned uh, export agency. Prohibits funds for denying leave to service members and or civilian requesting leave to obtain an abortion. Okay. Prohibits or provides that nothing in the in this act may be constructed as authorizing the use of force against Iran or North Korea. Oh wow! So you're telling me all that whole bill. So what are we paying them for? Why are we paying? Oh no use. So let's actually better yet. Ah. Let's give North Korea and Iran all fluffy pillows and say, no, you know what? We're absolutely fine. We don't need you guys. We're good. Uh, includes $716 million in prior year recessions. Wow. So where where's that $716 million going? I want to know where that is going. We don't know. You don't know. I surely don't know. If I read the bill and you didn't, I'm a question. That's, you know what? After you hear this podcast... I want you guys go on, uh, your you find your state represent your national congressman, and ask where the seven hundred sixteen million dollars is going to go, in prior reset your recession. Where is that going to go? And why is that in there? All right, does not include uh, your prior year provisions related to detainees or detainees at the military prison located in Guantanamo Bay, and 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 Cuba and prohibits funds from being with. Uh, used to operate the facility after September 30th. Wow. Does that... Well, we're going to see that live. You probably didn't know about that, huh? So I'm going to make sure... I'm going to reread that again. So this whole military operation bill, that Guantanamo Bay has the worst of the worst. Terrorists, it has absolutely sickening individual, depravity of man, literally the scum of the earth will not provide, will not fund Guantanamo Bay anymore after September 30th of 2023. I hope and pray to God that gets changed. I also hope to pray to God that we still keep continue funding Guantanamo Bay because there's a reason why Guantanamo Bay is being funded. And there's a reason why that's a prison for the worst of the worst. These are people that attacked America because of what this stands for. I just, it, it blows my mind. I, uh, well, don't forget, you know, through this whole uh, this whole thing, it states that conduct provides one billion dollars to conduct activities to comply with the state of Hawaii's health order related. How does this correlate with that, boy? Uh, I don't know how this relates with it, but it states I'm gonna. I'm actually confuzzled by it. Okay. It states provides $1 billion 
to conduct activities to comply with the state of Hawaii's health order related to uh, improvements of infrastructure and defueling at the Red Hill Bulk Fuel Storage Facility. Wow. Let me reread that again because you're probably wondering, what did I just hear? I'd be happy to read it. Provides $1 billion to conduct activities to comply with the state of Hawaii's health order related to improvements of infrastructure and defueling at the Red Hill Bulk Fuel Storage Facility. Well, Hawaii, you are about to run out of fuel, and it is thanks to the Biden fascist regime. Hawaii, good luck to you. Hopefully, you guys can find lava as your alternative fuel source, because the way that's going, you're not going to have a fuel source anymore by end of 2023. Well, good luck. Hopefully, uh, Kevin McCarthy can do something productive besides uh, voting on this. Uh, and they, well, actually, all of them voted on this. So let's figure, okay. Now, through reading out the bill, it was just also interesting uh, because if you look at under, if you kind of continue uh, other departments of defense programs, you wonder why is there so much money to cancer research? And it breaks down. So on top of $150 million to breast cancer research program, $110 million for the prostate cancer research program, $50 million, 45, 25, 40, 17, um, $130 and $15 million. That's all going to go to cancer research. On top of $175 million. So you almost have $600 million res- uh, dollars worth of uh, money going to cancer research. Now, it seems like I'm no, I'm no fool, but why is every piece of legislation has some sort of cancer research. I mean, I'm sure you guys give money to cancer research. I mean, cancer research has got like tax subsidies and they're under a 5013C. What more do cancer research money need? You can pretty much, they they can cure cancer. But the question is, will that money actually go to cancer research? They say it does. The bill says it does. The Department of Defense bill, the $1.6 trillion bill, it says it does. But the question is, will it actually? Well, I hate to break it, but I'm guessing in the next, in this anonymous bill, this $1.7 trillion, you know what the funny part is? Do you have over $600 more million going to cancer research? So why do we need over $700 million cancer research bill in the Defense Act? And then we also need, or this defense budget, but we also need another $600 million that's going to be signed into next week for another cancer research. That is about $1.8 billion worth of cancer research. Why can't you just put a cancer research bill? Why do we need to subsidize it? Why do we need to break it up? See, I'm leaving you with all these great questions. I'm leaving you thinking, what is really going on? Are you being fooled? Or are you paying more higher taxes? Number one, you will pay higher taxes. Number two, if you live in Hawaii, you're probably going to be paying stupid high amount of gas to, uh, gas prices because you're not going to be relying on your own fuel storage because after all, $1 billion, is gotta, you got to defuel somehow. You got to put people in uh, panic mode somehow. So one way you got to do it, you got to take away what people need, which is fuel. So you also have to look at this, okay? 
Can somebody provide, can somebody honestly answer this question? Okay. Why on earth do we need $8.6 million for gender advisor programs? Why? I mean, it's a realistic question. Why do we need $8.6 million? What are we, what are we going to need it for? So men, if they get caught, if people get caught in jail, like they break the law or like Peyton Manning or uh, Chelsea Manning, who broke the, committed espionage in Iran, got caught by the American military, went to uh, get, or Fort Knox and then transitioned into a woman. And now he has got pardoned by this uh, brainless clue man. So, I took it very interesting. Um, I took a very interesting. Um, I had to do research on this because I couldn't. I couldn't help it because like gender revision program. I mean, it's it's not. You're probably wondering what that, how that plays within our military. It actually doesn't play with the military. I'm just wondering um, what they actually do within the military. Um, it's interesting because you're. It's not your typical, it's just a little bit thing that just kind of threw me off kilter because, you know, you expect people to like go in the military and, uh, and say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And what is my next task? And what is my next duty? Gender advisor. Um, bear with me. So what is the gender advisor program? Oh boy, well, how about that? So, <clears throat> the United States Operational Gender Advisor course is a 40-hour course designed for U.S. military and National Guard personnel. In the military, um, oh boy, this gives great, um, great advice. So, it pretty much gives a new job in the military. And I'll tell you exactly what it does. So it's the OG, oh, it's called the OCG, and uh, civilians up to GS equivalents. So the OGC is intended um, to graduate Department of Defense personnel with skills, knowledge, and attitude um, required to effectively perform duties of an OPGEND uh, or a gender focal point in support of Department of Defense operations and exercises. Wow. The OGC was developed in response to the need of education in women, peace, and security, and the need to uh, oper operationalize gender resolution. You can't, or wait, gender pre uh, perspectives to meet the requirements outlined in the United States Security Council Resolution 1325 on WPS, the subsequent supporting resolution, the U.S. National Action Plan on the WPS, and the U.S. Public Law. The OGC is typically taught in a dynamic small group seminar environment, up to 20 to 25 people per seminar, and comprised of the DOD. Uh, interagency and international partners in a joint and whole of government learning environment boy isn't that scary already feel safe good luck good luck kiddos if you're already in there feel bad for your supervisors see this is part of the garbage 
Oh, wait. Oh, I, I have to. So, course is objectives. Here's the objectives. Okay. Comprehend the gender-related components of key guiding documents that underpine, underpine the implements, implementation of UNSCR 1325 with the military operation. So you got to make sure that um, before you capture the bad guy, you got to go to the Taliban and ask if they identify as a woman. Anyway, they're all Muslims, but you got to make sure that if they identify as a goat, then you gotta treat them as a. You gotta treat them very well. You can't arrest them. You can't do anything bad. You gotta give them more money. Actually, um, analyze productive working relationships with gender networks, key actors, uh, stakeholders, local community members, and other agencies within the AO. Okay. Apply gender analysis of AO. Apply a gender perspective to staff and operational planning and execution process. So pretty much. Females, if you're in the, if you women, if you're listening to this, this is an attack on you. Yes, you heard it. This is this whole gender adv- advisor program. You think that you're like, oh, I'm like the minority and stuff. No, you're about to be the real minority. That's what this is. This is a slap in the face for women that biological women. This is a slap in the face. And I hate to say it, but better get used to not being called a woman anymore because that's considered for an insecure man that has a weird fetish apparently he has he's more he's got more rights than you do i feel bad for i truly do feel bad for biological women i don't know why we need to fund gender advisor programs i i don't know i don't know how that relates to the um but when you have to when you hate this country i guess when you when you try to destroy a country you have to distort it you have to twist it and to make this country into like a corrupt you have to you have to somehow weave out the good people, and one way of doing it is by distorting it to make it disgusting. So like a dog puking and eating its own vomit. Also, by the way, so um, evaluate key operational documents to ensure gender considerations are adequately included as appropriate to the operations. So for instance, what that means is that if you're, if you, if you're in Wisconsin, if you're in Eau Claire, for, we're going to use that as an example. If you identify as a fuzzy... You then can join the military, and the military would have to accommodate to you as a fuzzy gender or a fuzzy furry, whatever that garbage is. And you have to be either called a cat or a dog, but they have to accommodate to you. So how's that going to go when we are in the fields of Iraq? How's that going to go in time of war? And we think that Russia is all big and bad. Well, how's that going to work? And don't worry, this is, don't worry, the anonymous bill, is, it gets even worse on the public schools. You're going to like that next week. And I have a special guest lined up for next week to discuss how grotesque that anonymous bill really is. But we're working on the defense bill that was passed. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, Synthesize key gender considerations to advocate for their use through all phases of operations. Wow. Man, I, mean, I wish this is absolutely disgusting. This has gone way too overboard. All right. Then you also have that's what that gender uh, advisor program is. And it's disgusting. It's grotesque. Um, like, for instance, you also have uh, $325 million for a cooperative threat of reduction program. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Oh, yeah. And by the way, if you hate, if you also hate America's history, you if you're a fascist person that hates America and hates what um how you know the confederate you hate our history you're going to love this part 
you're going to get this going to be the army's going to get one million dollars to change names, roads, commanders, and streets that bear name of Confederate leaders and officers. Well, there goes our history, so it blows my mind. Again, this shows this whole department, this $1.6 trillion of the Department of Defense bill is not near, it doesn't go for the military. It's not for the military. It's meant for the Democratic Party's new fascist regime takeover of what America stands for. And of course, you can't, and of course, they're going to focus on, oh, you got to give money to, um, oh yeah, so through it and stuff, you get to read this as well. So it literally states that it closes a detention facility at Guantanamo Bay and limits United States involvement in Yemen. Heavens, and then also um, supports working families uh, to pay $15, million, or $15 an hour. And then to another $2.5 billion in idiotic climate change. How does that relate to any of our military? How does that relate? I think this whole climate change garbage is like, I understand it's real. But if it's real, such a hassle, why is it all going to go to world economic form? You know, why are we so focused on making sure that like you guys don't drive cars, you don't do this, but it's okay as I do. You know, do as I say, but not as I do. I'm just blown by weight. I'm just absolutely disgusted. This whole Department of Defense thing, this $1.6 trillion bill, I, 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 you have to read in between the lines. The media is going to say $850 billion, but it's $1.6 trillion. You have to read between the lines, and you have to get a clear understanding of what it really meant, meant for. Because I'm sure none of you guys really knew what gender advisor program was. That was within the military. Well, with this in mind, guys, I hope I didn't mean to scare you, but at the same time, I'm here to educate, and I think it's important that we educate ourselves. With this in mind, I hope you have a blessed day, and remember to keep it saucy. Bye.